Welcome to Made for More podcast, where faith and personal growth converge. I'm Julia, and I'm honored to guide you on a journey of empowerment and transformation alongside our occasional co-host, Omar. We are passionate believers and advocates for unlocking your God-given full potential. Join us as we explore the intersection of faith, life, business, and relationships, igniting a fire within to embrace the truth that your life is destined for greatness. Together, we'll uncover strategies, insights, and stories that inspire and equip you to become the best version of yourself. Get ready to embark on a fulfilling quest towards personal and professional fulfillment, guided by faith and the unwavering belief that you, my friend, are made for more. (laughs) Okay, you guys, I'm so, so sorry that I had to like cut part two. I have such a busy Sunday. I'm recording these on Sunday. And um, for those that are in our business business tree group, um, the Julia Keeps It Real business tree group, you can see my list right now, literally a full page of a million things to do on Sunday. And um, yeah, your girl, this is all a side note, but your girl's gonna have to figure out a way to find more times to have the Sunday be a Sabbath day and a day of rest because man, Really though, a lot of it, it's like I'm spending a lot of time prepping for my week because working, I'm exhausted sometimes, I'm home. So I prep my meals, I prep my outfits, I prep my uh, posts even, when I'm, what I'm gonna post. Um, and then I also do a lot of spiritual things on Sunday, but it's I might need to find like, maybe I do my prayer journal on Saturday. <laughs> maybe I do, you know, one church service instead of two because like, I don't know, this is, it's late already and I haven't stopped yet. So I wanted to commit to this. I wanted to finish this. Um, so that way we have all three for the week done and then we can start walking in purpose and we can start utilizing our gifts and, um, you know, just literally do what we're, we're, we're called to do. Right. Um, so the next one up is leadership. Okay. Those with the leadership gift might be described as visionary, good motivators, and effective directors helping lead and inspire others to achieve God's purposes. These people do not only have it as a spiritual, a spirit-empowered ability, but they also seek God's guidance and his will in their leadership and decision-making. Leadership involves not only having a vision of the preferred future for the church or any organization, but also having some clarity on goals or next steps to achieve that vision, the ability to communicate the vision in a way that inspires others, and the ability to equip the rest of the team to pursue the direction together. That's a lot, right? So what I like to think about, if leadership is your strong suit, you probably already know that. (laughs) Most people who are strong leaders know that. If If they're a natural leader, they know that, right? Um, you're probably already leading something. Um, I kind of knew early on in my life, I was a natural leader whenever I was the lead in, in different organizations, right? You're serving as an officer, you're being the head cheerleader, being, um, you know, whatever it might be like in life, you probably notice these things early on and then it morphs into being a leader in your job, right? So um, if you're already in a leadership position, tapping in on that and then trying to continue to grow in that regards and making sure, um, especially if you're Christian um, based and you have a strong faith that you're doing your best to lead um, with integrity and you're doing your best to lead with love and motivating people like it was talking about um, and then also being a good visionary leader. Let's say you have a, a gift of leadership, but you're like, 
I don't really feel like I'm leading anywhere. Like I am not a leader in my business. I'm not a leader at my job. Like, how is this? So what I would do is I would check your mindset because just because you might not be in the position or rank, quote unquote, quote, of leadership does not mean that you are not a leader. And that does not mean that your spiritual gift is not leadership. Um, you can lead within your group, your team, even if you're just a team of one and you're just getting started, you can lead yourself, right? So be really, really good at leading yourself and then get really good about leading the people that are around you in that circle. And eventually you'll move into, you know, where I'm at in business now where like I have a team chat, but then I'm also trying to give my leaders some guidance and, and get my leaders set up for success and how can they continue to lead their teams and it's a domino effect. So it doesn't just start out with like, you know, you're leading a million people, you got to grow into that and you got to move into that and work within that. So um, lots of things you can do with this gift. Um, obviously, if you're talking about how you can serve in church, you again, more than likely are going to want to lead a community group, um, a grow group, um, Bible study, leading that. Um, maybe you're even a deacon or a deaconess and maybe you should look into that. Um, but also leading at your job, taking on maybe some projects, maybe say like, Hey, let me try that. Show your boss or your manager or whoever your supervisor that you too are a leader and that you have that gift inside you. And then again, if it's your gift and it's like naturally what God created you to do and be, then it's going to show up and it's going to, um, you know, it's it's going to bloom into something amazing because people are going to see that that's your gift and then you'll be utilized more in that in that area. All right, the next one, mercy. People who exhibit compassion, concern, care, and kindness are likely those with the God-given gift of mercy. People with this gift gently come alongside others who are in pain and need or are lonely. God's grace and love is shown in practical ways through this gift. The mercy gift is one of comfort, support, and presence with those who are suffering in crisis or otherwise hurting. Those with this gift reach out to those who are broken, having themselves experience God in their own brokenness. They show God's heart to those who need the empathy of a listening ear and human company. Y'all know those people in your life, right? But they just reach out and they're like, how are you? Um, that's something that I have to actually be intentional about because I'm like, go, go, go mode or got to do this, got to do this. And I'm kind of like, does it matter if there's some other part of my life that's chaotic or sad or I'm frustrated with or unhappy with? I still have other parts that I need to take care of or I need to do. I, I'm wired that way. And then you have people that are wired in the other way of like, no, this is hurtful. I can't get through this. I need help. I need support. I need somebody there for me. And that's where the people with the gift of mercy fall in, right? Because they're like the ones that are going to be that supporter, be that encourager, Um Again, counseling would be a great role for this um, or uh, just some type of an outreach program would be great if you want to be a part of that. Um, and just being a part of the congregational care team. So you, when there's somebody that like is sick and shut in, you're one of the people that's there. If somebody lost a family member, you're going to be the one that goes and delivers, you know, the food or, or things like that. That's something really um, people with the mercy spiritual gift are going to, it's going to fill their cup and that's how they're going to serve. Um, prophecy. This is a cool one. Prophecy is a gift that God uses to convict his people of sin and their needs for repentance. Prophecy today is the Holy Spirit empowered ability to speak God's word, truth, 
into a situation, calling people to turn back to God, warning of the consequences of not doing so, and reminding people of God's promises and of his justice and judgment. Knowing the right timing to speak a word from God depends on the person with the gift of prophecy, being prayerful and sensitive to the Spirit's leading. So, um, again, prayer team would be good, evangelism team, counseling team, those types of things. I would just say this is something that you, if this is your spiritual gift, you probably have known it for a while. Um, and I would do some research on this because I'm definitely not, you know, an expert in prophecy. So I would research that, see how you can incorporate that into your daily life, see how you can incorporate that into your job and even into your business, right? Okay, uh, shepherding involves nurture and guidance of others so that they grow in spiritual maturity and Christ-like character. Some, but not all pastors have the spiritual gift of shepherding. Many others in the church also have this gift. Jesus was the good shepherd. He loved, protected, cared for, and, his, and led sheep into life abundant. People with a shepherding gift seek to do the same by walking alongside someone for a long or short season and directing, directing them to Jesus and his offer of life, hope, and peace. So um, mentoring, like this is a great, if you are already in a space where you can coach and mentor, perfect. Like that's probably why you're already doing it because that is your spiritual gift. If you're not, there are so many like boys, boys and girls club or like the YMCA or the, uh, I don't know, there's tons. I, I can't think of one off the top of my head. I'm trying to think of that I know is in Dallas, but I can't remember the name. Um, that a lot of people would do. They would find a mentor and, and kind of be with them for a long stint of time, some for years, um, just as another, you know, role model for them, um, somebody to kind of guide them, be there for them. Um, it go, again, goes back into, you don't have to necessarily like officially adopt, but you kind of adopt a family or you adopt some kids um, that you essentially just become like, I'm going to be this person's big brother. I'm going to be this person's big sister. I'm going to be auntie to this kid right? So that would be a beautiful way to use your spiritual gift. Okay, the next one, and I'm sorry, but your girl got a little thirsty. I've been doing a lot of talking for uh, a couple hours with different calls. Okay, teaching. The gift of teaching involves studying, understanding, explaining, and applying scripture's truth in such a way that people grow in their own understanding, that they're challenged and are inspired to apply what they've learned. This can be done in a church, or in other contexts, since God's truth is true everywhere. Those who have this gift teach with authority, re uh, re relevance, insight, and stimulate the hearers throughout the work of the Spirit so they are motivated to learn, uh, to understand, and apply what they hear. So, if this is your spiritual gift to teach people the Word, right? Obviously, a lot of times, that's something that you might want to be called. You feel like you call, you're called to be a pastor. You're called to maybe um, lead Bible study groups. Um, you're called to um, speak. And I know everybody has different thoughts on that, especially when it comes to women and speaking in the church and things of that nature. But you you apply your own beliefs to that, um, your own biblical truths and, and understanding to that. And But you can still do like volunteering, training, um, and development and things of that nature. Even me sitting here now sharing this and teaching what I've learned is essentially utilizing a spiritual gift. So it doesn't necessarily need to be like a platform when you're on, you know, at the, at, at church on, and like speaking to a congregation. It could just be as simple as sharing it with a group of friends, going live about it, um, talking about it into your, your Bible study group and things of that nature. So 
That is the spiritual gift of uh, teaching. And the very last one, last but definitely not least, is the gift of wisdom. Those with this gift of wisdom use God-given information by applying it to the specific situation, providing guidance to individuals in the church. People with this gift typically can see the right course of action in the midst of every otherwise confusing or overwhelming circumstances that paralyze others. Often, input from those with wisdom can shift a group's direction or help guide someone towards greater clarity. The use of this gift of wisdom is less about authority and more about humility, rooted in truth and the guidance of the spirit, which others usually recognize as such. So you are more than likely somebody that's uh, strategic and like I love that I mentioned clarity with wisdom you gain clarity so uh that could be something that you are working on with people um you're doing maybe some again some counseling some some coaching um you uh again <laughs> I kind of I'm using like a lot of the same things but so many of these gifts you'll see whenever you do the test you're gonna have a few top ones anyway see how your top two three four can be merged together in a way to really utilize your gifts, right? And essentially that's what I've been focusing on and working on are here are my top three, four, five. How, I'm not really five. I think I've done like my top two through four. How can I utilize this? How can I use the, knowing these um, are my gifts now and how can I apply it so that way I'm living out God's purpose for my life that the, with the gifts that he gave me. Okay, so that's where the wisdom comes in. You can utilize that within your career, within your business, and you can help other people see things by your wisdom, by giving them that clarity that a lot of people are always looking for and searching for. So hopefully this is helpful. Um, I literally, like my eyes were so open when I received this information and it just made so much more sense to not literally just look for things but more so look for my spiritual gifts and how I can apply it. So leading with my spiritual gifts and how I can apply that to my daily life. How can I apply that to my business? How can I apply that to my career? And it's already been a game changer in just the short few months that I've been trying to be more intentional about it. So that's what I'm gonna pray for you, that I pray that you utilize this information, that it seeps into your heart, it seeps into your mind, that it is something that gives you clarity, that it is something that will move you into utilizing your own spiritual gifts, and that you will actually walk in purpose and start to do what God has called you to do. And maybe you've been doing it, but maybe doing it with more clarity, doing it with more purpose, doing it with more alignment. And, and that is my prayer for you. So I will see you guys next time on the next episode. Um, this concludes the spiritual gift series and um, we'll be back. We'll talk about it again. I might even have people hop in and kind of talk about how they're utilizing their spiritual gifts what they've noticed about, um, especially if they're utilizing it in business or in their career. Um, I would love, so if you're interested in that and you feel like you can be a guest on the show, let me know. I would love to uh, do that with you. All right, love y'all. See you next time. Bye.